Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. SCP-2111 If you can read this. Memetics in the SCP universe deals with anomalies that actively spread themselves across human consciousness and can alter the way a person thinks. These generally come in the form of cognitohazards, something that is hazardous when it is sensed, which can then alter your thinking or even kill you. Antimemetics, on the other hand, are anomalies that make you unable to remember something, with the prime example being SCP-055, an object that anybody can perceive normally, but no one can remember it once they've left its presence. This is countered by regularly taking special drugs, called nestics, that force you to remember things. I've explained these concepts before, such as in my video on antimemetics, but as this SCP concerns them, I figured it best to refresh things. SCP-2111 gets rather metaphysical, so try and bear with me. The document for 2111 contains a number of different articles, starting with one titled Red Talisman. This file tells us that this document and all associated documents are for the Foundation's memetics department only, and if you're reading it, that means you've gone through Phase 3 counter-memetic training. If, for some reason, you can read it and you haven't, that means you've been infected with a memetic kill agent and are likely going to die within 37 minutes. Moving on, though, we're informed that SCP-2111 is an algorithm capable of generating an infinite number of lethal cognitohazards. This algorithm was created by the Foundation by analyzing a number of cognitohazardous anomalies for the purpose of weaponization, as well as behavioral modification. Red Talisman is the software created that transforms the raw output from the algorithm into weaponized media. These media can take the form of direct visual or auditory cognitohazards, but can also insert the material into memetic carriers. The document admits that the Foundation isn't really sure themselves how they got this to work, with only theories about the mathematics involved in the algorithm. The second document is titled Ridden Tongue, and unlike the first, we're told that this document is for the Foundation's Anti-Memetics Division, a group devoted to studying anomalies that are the opposite of memes, things that prevent people from spreading them. Here we're told that SCP-2111 is in fact a phenomenon in which the Foundation database spontaneously generates files containing both lethal cognitohazards and anti-memetic content. The containment procedures mention that the Foundation purposefully tells the memetics department that they have this phenomenon under control as an algorithm created by them. Written Tongue is a piece of software that skims these files for material that the Foundation can use, sanitizes them for threats, and then feeds it into the Red Talisman software. According to this, then, 
They're still interested in weaponizing these cognito hazards, they just really have no idea where the material is coming from. Additionally, some of the files will occasionally and unpredictably be deleted from the database. The first of these files appeared on the database in 1981, although it was heavily encrypted and protected with an anti-memetic trigger. Within three hours before the foundation could decrypt it, it was replaced with a file containing both lethal cognito hazards and anti-memetic content, a dangerous combination. A secondary phenomenon linked to 2111 causes graffiti to appear spontaneously in foundation facilities. This graffiti is painted using mundane materials from the nearby areas, but are constructed using type 4 anti-memetic triggers, meaning that a normal person can't perceive them unless they've been specially conditioned and using special drugs. 73% of these messages are some sort of command to read the SCP-2111 document, while the rest contains a variable message. One message in a cafeteria written with chocolate pudding read, Can anybody even read this? Another in a researcher's office following his suicide and written using blood and brain tissue read, Forget us. Other messages include, Let me go. Why can't you forget about me? And, Mission accomplished. One of these, located in 058's office, contained an anti-memetic trigger capable of inflicting severe retrograde amnesia, and another, located in the anti-memetics headquarters, contained a cognito hazard that resulted in seven deaths. A message left in 2015 in the office of the head of the anti-memetics division read, Why has 058 stopped taking his medicine? alluding to an incident in which 058 stopped taking his nestic pills, resulting in him being susceptible to anti-memes. Something related to this phenomenon is both killing members of the anti-memetics division, but also warning them about the threats of anti-memes. Moving on, the third document is titled Revenant Theory, and is marked as being for the counter-conceptual division eyes only. Again, we're notified that if we haven't received the proper conditioning and authorization, we won't live to remember reading it. This file tells us that SCP-2111 is instead a hostile anti-memetic entity that specifically targets personnel under the effects of long-term nestic drug treatment. In other words, those in the foundation that regularly take drugs to counter the effects of anti-memes allowing them to consistently remember things. This entity causes victims to suffer significant long-term retrograde amnesia, losing between 3 months and 21 years of memory. Additionally, due to this memory loss, victims are unable to describe the entity or the attack itself, although immediately treating the victim with amnestic drugs has been shown to halt the attacks. This is a pretty big problem as anti-memes themselves are a worrying issue in the Foundation, and most of the top brass, as well as a number of researchers, are regularly taking these nestics. Wiping out years and years of memories for one of the O5s is not great, and it's noted that SCP-2111 is currently uncontained. 
The first known victim of 2111 was a Dr. Victoria Taylor, a researcher in the counterconceptual division. Taylor's memories were regressed to a point shortly after being recruited by the division in 1974, and her last known work before being attacked was on an object originally classified as SCP-2111. After publishing the report on the object in 1981, all of her work on the project was corrupted by unknown means and replaced with lethal cognitohazards and anti-memetic content. Those that read from the file before it became corrupted described it as preliminary research into an anti-memetic infovore of a previously unknown type. In other words, something that eats memories. This is the previously mentioned file that the Foundation claimed was encrypted, but really they just didn't want to share this info with the anti-memetics department. SCP-2111 targets individuals directly, but is also responsible for leaving the graffiti messages on walls, which sometimes contain hazardous material. Since these messages contain anti-memetic camouflage, they are only visible to individuals that are taking nestic drugs, which are the entity's intended victims. So far, at least 36 counter-conceptual division personnel have been attacked by 2111, with the last one in 1994. The camouflaged graffiti is still making an appearance, but no longer contains any dangerous effects, so the Foundation isn't even sure if 2111 is still active. Three months after the initial incident with Dr. Taylor, the memetics department claimed the 2111 directory in the database and began using it for their Red Talisman project to weaponize cognitohazards. The counter-conceptual division has been looking into a possible connection between 2111 and the memetics department and have created a contingency plan called Revenant Theory in case it's determined that the memetics department is compromised. Revenant Theory will insert a memetic agent into the Red Talisman software that will enhance users' loyalty to the Foundation and their personal guilt, which will likely trigger a witch hunt within the department. We have one last file, this one titled, Read This. Upon opening it, we're greeted with text telling us that if we can read this, we're already dead. We're then given a message from the operations director of MTF Omega Zero, Amos Sanchez, who says that they're the most clandestine unit within the Foundation. He says that the reason we've been able to access all of these documents and why none of these cognitohazards are afflicting us is because the veils of the mortal world have been lifted from our eyes. In simpler terms, we died in the line of duty. Amos doesn't really know what we, and by extension MTF Omega Zero, are, with the memetics department believing that we are infomorphic entities in the new sphere while the parapsychologists think that we are spiritual apparitions. Either way, we died, and we're not moving on, for whatever reason. This affords MTF Omega Zero some unique capabilities compared to the rest of the Foundation. They can perceive memetic and anti-memetic threats that the living can't, and occasionally they can do something about them, which is the team's main priority. They can manifest anywhere there's a terminal connected to the Foundation database, and they can leave messages inside the database, 
although it's typically anti-memetic and cognitohazardous. The memetics department uses this material to create their weaponized hazards, although they don't know where it's coming from. The team can also write on the walls by staring at camera feeds and being really emotionally invested in the message. They don't know why this works, and they use it pretty sparingly, basically only to warn the anti-memetics division about things, as well as direct those that have recently died to this file. Amos also says that the Foundation actually has two anti-memetic divisions working in secret, with everyone else, including each other, unaware of their existence. Since these divisions are really the only ones that can perceive what the MTF is doing, it's best to be careful around them. Additionally, Amos says that while you probably can go see what SCP-055 is now, it's best that you don't, as everyone who has tried has never returned. Finally, Amos says that Sometimes members of this MTF go bad, and he wants to warn us what will happen if we do. With that, we're given a final version of the SCP-2111 documentation, with the object class of Neutralized. It says that SCP-2111 was Foundation Agent Michelle Yu, killed in the line of duty in 1980. She essentially came back as a ghost and began haunting, or more accurately, attacking other Foundation personnel. Dr. Taylor eventually published her preliminary report about these attacks, after which Agent Yu, as the ghost, manipulated the file on the database, which seemed to trigger the ongoing manifestation of other entities identifying as deceased personnel on the database. In other words, this triggered the creation of MTF Omega Zero, as agents that had died in the past and present were now being trapped in some way, focused around the SCP database. The report that Agent U modified now read as a plea from her that people should forget about her. She begs for people to let her go, forget about Michelle Yu, and that it isn't right that she's kept here like this. She then says that she was a fighter, she wouldn't let anybody get away with anything she could do something about, and she's angry. Basically, she believed that she was trapped this way because people hadn't forgotten about her, so she began attacking people's memories to forcefully make them forget about her. More specifically, she believed that people couldn't forget about her due to their long-term treatment with nestic drugs, which make people unable to forget things. Thus, she targeted people in the anti-memetics and counter-conceptual divisions that had known her while she was alive. It's unknown what exactly caused Michelle Yu to become trapped like this, but whatever she did with the file caused certain others that died to also become trapped. As they did, she became something of a leader, teaching them how to attack the living in the hopes that eventually they could wipe out enough memories to free themselves. Many of the ones that they killed had experience in memetic and anti-memetic warfare, so eventually several of them formed a new MTF to combat this alternative faction that was harming Foundation personnel. This new ghost MTF, Omega Zero, theorized that you would not be immune to attacks from similar entities, 
so they created a new tool capable of editing or outright deleting these informational ghosts called Identity Warfare Training. In 1994, the time of the last known 2111 attack, MTF Omega Zero successfully deleted the agent from existence. All of her followers either surrendered or were also deleted. Those that did surrender were edited in such a way as to make them think that they've always been a part of the MTF. The final addendum tells us that we've been officially accepted into MTF Omega Zero, and we should begin training immediately in identity warfare training so that we can begin combating informational entities. By doing this, they continue to serve the Foundation, even in death. So what is SCP-2111? There's a lot of obfuscation going on here, with different departments within the Foundation having access to different levels of information. But 2111 itself was an agent that became trapped as a ghost after dying. She believes, and is probably right, that the widespread usage of nestics within two of the departments in the Foundation causes people to be quite literally unable to forget things. Ghosts pass on from the world when they are forgotten about, so with people unable to forget about the agent, she was trapped. She began attacking these people, either by destroying their memories or outright killing them, in order to make them forget, so she could move on. When a researcher published a report about her, the agent interacted with the Foundation database, editing the file. This action caused others who died to also manifest as ghosts, and the agent taught them how to attack the living, all in the desperate hope of wiping out enough memories to allow them to move on. Eventually though, some agents died and realized that, dead or not, there were anomalous entities actively harming the Foundation, and if they could do something about this, they would. They formed a separate ghost faction from the ones that were attacking personnel, and used their unique capabilities to wipe out the original agent. Since these ghosts are essentially just piles of information, they can be deleted or edited like a file on a computer. Those that surrendered to the MTF were edited to make them loyal to the MTF, and now the MTF exists to continue to aid the Foundation in a unique way being able to perceive any anti-memetic or memetic threat. They can also leave messages to the anti-memetic division and the counter-conceptual division to try and warn them about certain threats. Anytime you bring in the term anti-memetics, it's going to get a little complicated, but I hope I've made this one fairly clear. The memetics department has no idea this MTF exists, instead believing that they created some sort of algorithm that they can use to create cognitohazards, when really they're just harvesting messages on the database from the MTF. They can't perceive the messages themselves due to lack of nestic training, so they just weaponize the raw material. The anti-memetics division can read the messages from the MTF, but aren't really aware of them, although they have acted on the messages to prevent some threats. Ultimately, the MTF exists and continues to operate because some Foundation agents are really, really committed to the Foundation's goals, 
even if no one is directing them. I guess, if you can read this, you're already dead. So get to work. 